Hey, like I promised, episode number three, owning your opportunity to do great things. What's up, guys? This is the Cali B podcast. All right, let's get to the grit. Grit is one of my favorite words, just like Mondays are one of my favorite days. By now, you probably know this. Anywho, how do you even begin to break apart that quote of mine? Own your opportunities to do great things. Because let's be real, there are opportunities to own in everything we do. (laughs) From making your bed every day to brushing your teeth. Those are pretty simple things, but for some people, they're super hard to own. Let's go bigger. From making sure that you keep up with the maintenance on your car. I mean... If you don't do that, your nice car or your truck or whatever you drive is uh, not going to work too much longer, right? So there's a beauty in owning your opportunity to do great things. But like I said before, I was going to share with you stories, personal experience, childhood, all that fun stuff. And this one really goes back, back into time, (laughs) So I think I started babysitting when I was about 12 years old. And I remember I babysat for one of our local coaches in town. And I was always brought up in the thinking of you leave things better than you found them. You know, like when you're a kid and somebody's watching you, you are better for them than you are your own parents. That's how it was for us anyways. Well, for me. So, when I would babysit for this coach, if there were dishes to be done, I would do them. Like, I would wipe things down, and he would always say, we don't pay you to clean. But I said, but they were dirty. I was here. The kids have been asleep for two hours. It was the right thing to do. Boom. Right thing to do. That right there opens up this doorway in your mind. Because then it leads you to that place of owning your opportunity to do great things. Because you can own them to do bad things. Let's be real, right? But we want to own them to do great things, okay? So, this is a funny story. I'm going to bring you up to date now. We're out of the past. (laughs) I was talking to my middle a couple weeks ago about that quote. And he started chuckling at me and saying... Why do you always say that? You always tell us that in everything we do, whether it's schoolwork, um, doing chores, um, uh, sports, relationships, little things like that. And I said, because it's true. Like, it's what I say. It's what I believe. You know, I said, Google it. Homeboy Googled it, right? <laughs> He's like, mom, it's you. Like, you're everywhere with that quote. You know, quote, own your opportunity to do great things. End quote. Coach Callie V. That's me. (laughs) And that comes from my softball. I've been coaching softball for 22 years. And this is a huge platform that I coach off of to my athletes is I coach a lot of pitchers. That's like 99% of my coaching is pitching because I pitched in college. So it's like every pitch you have to own. 
You have to own that pitch in order to make that pitch work. You have to own your body language. Like you can make somebody think that you think you're not doing well by your body language, but in turn, you're actually doing amazing. So then it becomes this huge head game. I love coaching mental strength in pitchers. I love it. It's a blast. So now let's talk you. It's crazy right now. Everybody's dealing with seeing a curveball at the plate. <laughs> Bear with me. I'm going to be using a lot of softball slash baseball metaphors because, hey, my husband is a baseball coach. I am a softball coach. Coaches are kind of my people. Like, it's kind of my tribe. So, we are all at the plate. And a lot of us are seeing this curveball go by and we haven't quite figured out how to hit it. Or we're seeing this opportunity go by and we haven't quite figured out how to own it. <laughs> Let me tell you how I just own this opportunity. So I like to coach from the aspect of lead by example. If I'm going to ask somebody to do something like one of my athletes or even one of my kids I want to be able to do it. And this is where it's getting hard on me because my shoulder, she's getting old. She's done a lot. I mean, on top of softball, I also rodeoed. I used to rope. I know. <laughs> You're like, what? But I did a lot growing up. I used to buck hay, like 80-pound bales of hay. I grew up on a hay farm. And it's just crazy because... There was, I had my first run-in with the day my shoulder just pittered out on me. And I was pitching with one of my older pitchers, and I like to do pitch-offs with them. And I always like, you know, it's a Dutch Bros card or whatever on the line. And I only lost by one, which was cool, but it was really hard for me. And even she was like, Coach, what's wrong with your arm? And I was like, I don't know. And it really stinks because, let's be honest, I said sucks. But it really, really hurt my heart because I have been able to physically maneuver my way through life in a lot of different adventures. Like I used to bodybuild. I loved it. But as a coach's wife and a coach myself and an ultrasound tech who travels and has three very busy children that love to be involved with things. It just wasn't for me. So I did it for three years and I hung up my heels. Who knows if I'll get back to it? I don't know, right? It's kind of one of those things like, eh, if it happens, it happens. So, anywho, I just want you guys to know that within all the busyness, there's always a way. Like, I literally just went on and told you guys all the things that I've been involved in, right? So with my shoulder pittering out on me, how can I step up and own my opportunity to do great things in these athletes? Well, I'm pouring more into them mental strength and emotional strength. Like now with online coaching, I have my girls journaling like I did before, but this time it's different. Like today, they all got a message like every day this week. They're all getting a picture message as to what their journaling assignment is. Sunday, it was um, 21 things you are grateful for. Bam. Write it down. Because I say 21 because by like 7, 
they have to start thinking about it. And by the time they're done with 21, they are like, wow, this is crazy. Like I have all of this to be grateful and thankful for. Holla, that is good. So this is what I want you guys to do. I want you to take away from this little light that I'm pouring into you. How can you own your opportunity to do great things? Like what is going on in your life right now? Are you laid off from work right now because of what's going on with the COVID-19? Are you working from home? Is it hard for you to work from home? How can you, I don't want to say make it easier, but how can you simplify it? If you are laid off at home, let's just take all my hairdressers, like mad love for you guys because I, oh, it breaks my heart, everything that's been going on with you guys, but I got to give you guys props because you guys have came together and you're a united front. I love the fact that you don't feel like you're essential and that is great because you're protecting your health. There's no way you can cut somebody's hair six feet away from them. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. So for instance, my hairdresser, who is also one of my good friends, she's not just sitting at home. Like she actually picked up a couple jobs. I know one of for sure. And then she was going after another one. And they're all jobs she can do from home, obviously, because we're on that whole, at least our state is, that whole, what do you call it? I don't want to say lockdown because it sounds like I'm talking like I'm in a school. But basically, we can't go to the grocery store unless we have to and only one person can go out shopping and it's just all essential. But what's crazy is in my state, our governor dubbed essential for hairstylists, like salons and all these places to still be open, which blows my mind. As somebody in the medical field, as an ultrasound tech, knowing everything, like almost too much to scare, like it, mm -mm, nope, I'm sorry, wrong, should not be essential. <laughs> like if you have the balls to cut your own hair or color it when your hair is blonde and you're like, I want to go black out of a box, that's on you. That has nothing to do with your hairdresser. <laughs> so sorry, off on a tangent. Let's get back to you. So how can you own your opportunity right now with what you're dealing with in your life to do great things? If you are laid off, is there time in your schedule? And I say that because some parents that are laid off, their kids are at home and they're having to do online school from their school. Or maybe their parents are already homeschooling them. I don't know. But you still have a schedule. I would like to think so. Um, but is there time in your schedule to go serve your community? Like you have free time. How can you do great things with your free time? That is an opportunity. If you are doing your job from home, like again, I'm going to use my hairdresser for example. Her first day of her home job, she sent me a picture and she was all dolled up and she sent me her selfie, and then she sent me a picture of her desk. And it was so motivating. I was so proud of her. She owned it. She, like, literally walked into the situation the best she could with what she had. That is how you own your opportunity to do great things. Okay? 
So I want you guys to chew on that one. Let it marinate. See what you can come up with. But whatever you do, this is going to get deep, okay? Don't stay stuck. There are going to be days where you're going to feel stuck. And that's okay. Set up that time. Set a timer. This is what I tell my athletes, you know, that are constantly, they're still getting their extra reps in. They're still showing up. They're still sending me videos of them working throughout the week. And I said, you know, there's going to come a day where you just don't feel like doing it. And the way you protect that is you just kind of set a timer for you to have a tantrum, if that makes sense. So give it a shot. See how you can own your opportunity to do great things in your current situation. Okay. And then if you hear this, you listen and you're like, screw you. I don't know what you're talking about. Let's just run. Like, okay, set the timer. Let it loose for 15 minutes. Just get super mad and then let it go. Don't harbor it. We're all going to get through this, guys. Keep it simple. Control the controllable and manage the manageable. We got this. Thanks for listening. God bless.